This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Ready? Play. So, David has gone from Canberra to Melbourne since we last saw him because something is happening in Melbourne this week already and the Australian Open has actually already got underway there was qualifiers this morning as it is here in in Central Europe and sort of during the day in Melbourne how how's things David yeah very good um quite a a chill day today just one practice and uh yeah Liam's hitting the ball well and went off site to Albert Park today, practiced on site yesterday, and he's in good spirits and and ready for tomorrow. Yeah, okay. yeah you know, I think he's in as good a place as he can be. Okay. And then we see what happens. I mean, obviously tomorrow it's going to be against uh, Emilio Gomez from Ecuador. Uh, backhand, double-handed, uh, right-hander. Do you, David, when you're coming up against a player, for example, Liam is a lefty. If you're playing another lefty, do do you have any particular thoughts on on that, or or, or is it just take each one as it comes? Um, I mean, pretty much play play a, a, a similar game. Um, I think. A lot depends on on who's kind of winning that cross court battle, and don't don't stay in that battle if uh, if you start to feel pressured and and start to kind of loop the ball down the line and change the pattern. Um, and 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 other than than that, I mean, you just play your tennis and and see. You know, you might adjust the serving a little bit because uh, obviously. Lefty's got the the reach on the ad court. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh you know probably maybe a few more body serves, you know, tucking into the the backhand. Uh. And really, yeah, it's a it's it's generally a, a battle of uh, of of who can sort of win the I think the forehand cross and get on top with that, and and also. You know the backhand to backhand uh, is 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 an interesting battle, and you know maybe if if Liam can get around a few and and hit the forehand into the backhand as well, that 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 can help. We're now on the precipice of so yeah, it's uh, 
we're on the sort of precipice here, David, of, of the four kind of most intense pressurized weeks of the year. I mean, really, it's not even a week because it's sort of three days, really. Um, obviously, with the four slams, if if Liam's healthy. So this is the the moment, if you like. How is Liam bearing up under under those circumstances? I mean, I think the fact that he's qualified for Australia before last year and he's qualified for the French Open, he made uh, last round of Wimbledon qualifying and was leading two sets to love, actually, that time and uh, uh, didn't get through. Uh, he's now pretty experienced at, at what this takes. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of it is is just not thinking ahead, playing one match at a time, you know, the old cliche, but but really, and Liam's very good at not looking to play next, you know, and I never tell him, uh, and just focusing on on the guy that he's got to play the next, next day. And, and, and the, the fact is, you know, I'd say we, we talked about this, how the levels of kind of Constantino, you know, the, the, are so very, very small that you you can't take any match for granted at all. You know it's, you know, potentially going to be a very tough battle and you've got to be ready for the toughest battle possible. And to be a little easier than that, that's just a, a bonus. But m- mentally, you have to be prepared for what court? For, you know, a really tough and long match. What court is he going to be playing on? Do you know? Uh, I think it's 14. okay. One of the outside courts. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they ever play the qualifiers on on the yeah. show courts. They don't play the court. No, no, they don't. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's some courts out there that are quite, you know, they got quite big, even though they're not one of the big show courts. But there, there are courts out there that'll, you know, certainly handle, you know, three to five thousand people. So, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not not on one of the show courts. Do you get Do you get fans there? Do you get a few people trickling in? Uh, yes, actually, and uh, you know, this year is the first time they're actually going to be charging fans to to watch quality. Okay. And it's going to be interesting to see whether that makes it more interesting for fans to say, oh, what's this all about? And, 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 and pay, you know, 10 bucks to get in, scares some off. I mean, it's, it's such a small amount. I don't think it'll scare anybody off, but yes, they can get some, you know, decent crowds and especially for the Aussies, they can have a, you know, a good, you know, 500 to a thousand people watching an, an Aussie player. Yeah. Right. Um, well, fortunately tomorrow he won't be so, playing. Yeah. An, an Aussie player in that respect. What do you know about uh, Gomez? Has he played Liam before? Have you come across him at all? Yes, uh, they played before Liam won. Um, he is a predominantly uh, clay court player. I mean, the fact that you know they can play on clay is they can play on on every single surface. But he's more comfortable on clay. That's for sure. Uh, but again, that's the same thing as, you know, as the years roll around, um, players are getting much more comfortable on all different surfaces. But I would say that, you know, every player kind of has their favorite surfaces, which are either slightly quicker or, or slower. 
and and I'd say he's probably well not probably he is more comfortable on the on on the dirt mm-hmm. um but he's a you know a very good tennis player so it's not going to be easy he knows he's knows he knows his way around the court what are Liam's preferred so, I mean I think that sorry David there's a bit of a lag what are, what are Liam's really? preferred conditions I mean, I think Liam's most comfortable surfaces are hard and 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 grass. Um, but I mean, he's shown by qualifying for the French that he can play very well on clay. And I think Liam's, you know, quite a you know quite a good all court player. So I don't think surface, um, you know, bothers him as much as some players. But I think, you know, the, the faster surfaces, you know, certainly to date have given him better results than, than the clay. Uh, but, you know, qualifying for the French is no mean feat, so he can play on it. What um, differences are you noticing in compared to Canberra? So we've got, you've just been playing for a week or so in Canberra. You're now in Melbourne. Uh, uh, do the courts feel pretty much the same? Is, is, has Liam said anything that actually it feels a bit faster here or a bit slower? Uh, I'd say it's a little bit slower, a little deader, because you know Canberra has actually got a bit of altitude. Okay. Um, so the ball was probably jumping a little bit more in in, in Canberra, uh, but the the court speed is 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 very similar. I think you know a lot also depends here because he's going to play late afternoon tomorrow. His fifth match on, so the the thing that actually affects affects conditions more, more is is you know whether it's cooler or, or hotter. You know, obviously, if it's hotter, the ball is jumpier and 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 travels a little faster. Uh, in, in the cooler conditions, the ball's not you know uh, getting up as much. So it's probably going to be towards the cooler conditions when he gets on, depending on how, how quick the other matches go. Um, so it's probably not going to be quite as quick as 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 the heat of the day, um, and that that probably affects things more than anything. If I am... And wind. And the wind, okay. I mean, if if, if, if anything's... Yeah, anything to go by ch- tends to be quite still here in the mornings and towards late afternoon, the wind picks up. So uh, it can be get quite tricky, the conditions. Yeah, right. What about... I mean, I, I saw that it's going to be... Is it 7 p.m. local time? Is that more or less the time it's scheduled for? Um... Yeah, I think I think it'll be more like six. Okay. You know, I mean, if you if you he's fifth match, so if you you're starting at ten, two hours per match. But I mean, all it takes is one really really long match before you you know a three hour match, and that yeah right <laughs> throws yeah. it out. But of course, you can have a quick match, you know, one or two or something like that. So I think he'll be on sometime between five and six tomorrow. But best of three. But it could be as late as seven if. if is it best of three? Best of three, yes. Yeah, and is it best of three all for all? Yes, it's best of three. So, okay, yeah. and it's best of three all the way through. All, all three, all three rounds. Yes, and only Wimbledon play best of five in the last round of qualifying. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And so anyway, so he's obviously feeling best of three. Okay, and he, you said he's feeling good. He's feeling optimistic. He's feeling as fit as he's ever been, right? Yes, yes. So, I mean, he's ready, but, you know, you can never take anything for granted in tennis. You know, there's no, 
there's no automatic uh you know right to win anything you've got to work for everything and 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 be ready to work for everything and i think uh you know the the mindset that all you know young players need to learn is you know don't try and measure how well you're going to have to to beat someone just be prepared and play as hard as you can every single time you play a match and not not try to think oh today might be a little easier today might, might be a little more difficult just go out and play can and see what happens uh because that's the mindset you need what will you do tomorrow david uh will you practice at all will you chill what's what's the plan how does that work with such a long day without playing and not knowing the specific time you're going to start yeah well we're the courts about 12 so have a, a chilled morning go to the courts about 12 he'll eat lunch um and then he'll he'll practice at two and then you know for about 30 to 40 and then go in shower change probably and then and then it's just some, a case of seeing how the matches are going as to you know the toughest thing is 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 actually managing your food intake because obviously you can't have a full meal you know at at at, at the clock if you go on at five but if you if you're going to be on at six or seven you know you need to you need to take on a bit more fuel so that's always a tough period you've got to kind of gauge how big your snack has got to be and and then probably have to maybe snack again if it uh if it goes it goes longer i think that's always the most difficult part is exactly how much to eat because you just don't want to go on court you know with a, a full pasta in your belly or yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, we've already yeah. gone past our sort of 10-minute moment. Any final thoughts on the match tomorrow? Is there anything in particular that you, you want to sort of um, just highlight regarding either the opponent or, or, or even just the, the whole feeling around Melbourne right now? Is there a, is there a tennis vibe in the city? Uh, yes, there is. And, and I must say, uh, it was really good to turn on the television and, and see Carl Edmund uh, uh, playing a good match against Kekmanovic in Adelaide game. I mean, Carl obviously has had a lot of success here in Australia, and it's just great to have him back. And I was, you know, he seems to be finding a feel now. So, you know, it's it's great to have him back. Uh, obviously, so many players in town, uh, so it does have have a feel, you know. And as far as uh, you know, the 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 match, you know, tomorrow, it's uh, it's always very very difficult first match it's it's the one that you know everybody wants to just get through because then you kind of feel like you're a little bit inside the tournament and uh you know it's 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 a really horrible feeling to go out first round uh uh qualities so you know we've got to hope that uh he can put his game on the court and it's good enough tomorrow does Craig Tiley have much of a hands-on role during the qualifiers or have you seen him? Do you come across him uh, or is he sort of somewhere much further away? No, no, no. I've, I've known Craig for years and I think one of the things that he does is, I mean, he's there all day. His office is, you know, as you walk in, 
on the, the right-hand side, uh, you know, just past transport and the, the, the lobby kind of lounge there and where practice courts are and you just walk, you know, three meters down and, and a glass office, you can see him sitting there. And he's he's very, very accessible for, for players, coaches. You know, um, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's always around. And, and, you know, coaches, players, if you want to have a, a chat with Craig, it's, it's very, very easy to do so. And I think, you know, he's, uh, you know, that's something he does absolutely brilliantly well, is be accessible and be around. Interesting question. Yeah, yeah. Well, Craig has been sort of, he's probably the most well-known tournament director, probably primarily because of what happened last year. But, um, you know, I'm sure lots of people don't know the tournament directors at other tournaments, but but uh, but Australia, he's, for one reason or another, he's been in the news quite a bit in the last couple of years, and, and especially, obviously, last year. Yeah, and he's had a lot to do with the upgrade Australian Open over the years. He's really pushed it... Uh, of course, he's but, a compatriot, you know, I don't know if David. Know he's South African. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And he actually started his career coaching uh, college tennis in in America, and uh, uh, the University of Illinois, and he actually double A's with the uh, University of Illinois, which was a big deal because uh, he was really outside of the the the, the, the general powerhouses that that have perennially won. Uh, NCAA's so uh, and uh, yeah and then he was actually interviewed for a job in Britain uh, because he got a job uh, I think it was head of performance tennis initially in tennis Australia yeah and then uh, eventually became tournament director for the Australian Open and then tournament director and CEO so certainly having a very uh, career and uh yeah you know done a really good job yep and it's uh pressure time for him it's pressure time for you david and it's pressure time for liam as well and we'll keep our fingers crossed uh that uh, liam has a positive result tomorrow and that we speak again in a day or so and uh liam's uh well on the path uh, towards uh, qualifying for the main draw but we'll see how that pans out david i just want to say a big thank you uh, for stopping by Thank you very much. And we'll be seeing you all again very, very. Sports Social Podcast Network.